Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I'm your host, Nick Jenkins, and today I'm joined by three friends, and the first one is Rachel Calderon-Navarro. That's me. I did it! Yes. I don't. Your name is not hard to say, but for some reason my tongue gets all tied up when I try to say it, and I screwed it up the last time, so... Yeah, you're close enough. I'm close enough <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I'm just going to call you Rachel, though. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And uh, your co-host for your podcast is sitting next to you, and that is Sam Schultz. Hello. Hello. And uh, what podcast is that? Real, Real Love. Indeed. And you'll get to talk more about that at the end of the podcast. Oh, okay, good. And we have a newbie on ah. the show today uh, who works on SciShow, is a video maker for SciShow uh, Space, or is it just SciShow Prime? S- uh, both. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, this is Sarah Suda. Hello. And the movie that we're talking about today was actually your recommendation. Yes. And we are venturing into the world of trauma. Sort, sort of. of. Sort yeah. of. Trauma is a complicated thing to get into, actually. There's a lot of weird stuff. The more I researched it, the more it's like, is it a trauma film or is it just mm. released by trauma? Or was Lloyd Kaufman just sort of in the movie? <laughs> sure. Was so. he the plumber? Who was no, that was not Lloyd Kaufman. Which one was Lloyd Kaufman? I don't think he was in this movie. He's oh, not he in wasn't. It. No, because no. this was uh-huh. this film. Let's talk about the film. Okay. This film is called <laughs> "There's Nothing Out There," 1991, which surprised me when I found that because I figured oh. this was from the 80s. It was filmed in '89. Hmm. Uh, makes so, a little more sense, yeah. but it's still and you know 16 millimeter, so sure. it, it's got a definite campy 80s cheap the, look to it. The decoration of the house was definitely 80s. like early no like early 90s like that's yeah. how I remember kind of like Good fake fancy houses looking sure. when I was a kid. Well the earlies of the decades is always a little bit of yeah. the, the, right. like the peak of right. the previous decade. Right. Oh yeah if you look at early 90s it's like the 80s have just evolved into perfection before they break down. Things right. were starting to get a little bit less colorful though. There was more tans, I think. Lots oh, yeah. Like, like the if tans you look were... at the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, you look at the bridge of the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. It's just beige. Ooh, but I like it's that. beige carpet. It works for well, that. Well, it's so, it's so you can flip it later. You get more value for your house if oh, you're a... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they flip the Enterprise. <laughs> what a yuppie thing to say. <laughs> exactly. You just can't drink any juice in the Enterprise's bridge. Ever. No. Maybe that's why I always drank Earl Grey tea, because Earl Grey tea is not mm. too dark. No. If there's a spill, it's mm. not the end yeah. of the world. His ready room's carpet is probably pretty light though Mm. yeah anyway that's a different podcast um before we get too far into this uh we need to do a 60 second plot dump and that person is going to be rachel oh no not again oh boy okay okay are you ready no as ready as you're gonna be maybe okay okay all right in three two one there's nothing out there is a movie about uh a bunch of kids who go on a summer vacation into the woods uh, at one of, is it Mike? Mm -hmm. Mike's uh, summer home, family summer home, maybe family? Probably family. I don't know. Uh, He has weird uh, taste if it was just him. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And he's in high school. (laughs) Yes. And so they all go and then they, while on their way to the cabin, they uh, encounter a... Uh, 
police and a car that had been driven off the side of the road. And then Mike's best friend, who is really into scary movies, is like, this is an omen, guys. And then the whole rest of the trip, he's like, guys, this is a scary movie. We have to prepare ourselves. And nobody believes him. And then a scary monster comes and eats them all and shoots laser beams into everybody's eyes. And then they fight the monster. And then they uh, escape the end. pretty good you rushed there at the end but i was thinking (laughs) oh that's pretty much the movie she's gonna take some time on this car accident i don't know how well this is gonna go (laughs) yeah um but i think you got mike and nick mixed i think that's right because yeah nick isn't the hero a hero in quotes nick is the owner of the house i believe nick i'm looking at him right now yeah he's the boyfriend who lives there's a couple that lives and then there's mike yeah the one who goes to get the plumber there's stacy who is who's in the bikini for the whole half at least half of the movie? Yes. Yeah. Then there's Nick, who is her boyfriend, right? Yeah. And owns the house, right? Mike is the one who's obsessed with horror movies mm-hmm. and is is convinced that something bad is going to happen, mm-hmm. and nobody believes him. Yep. And then there's the other two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's the other other two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, and then there's a bunch of ruffians that show up. Oh, I loved those very guys. briefly. Yeah. Very briefly, skinny dip in the <laughs> so pool. Good. Yeah. How nice was that guy though? Yeah. That oh was, yeah. Like, he's, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll get out of here totally. in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Like this movie is available free on Amazon Prime right now, and I I highly recommend it if you enjoy okay. sort of campy movies. Yeah. Like I think this is. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this movie, uh, and I didn't know what to expect, especially. I saw the trailer. Yeah. So I think Matt Gatos shared the trailer with me after he found out that we were doing it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is not what I was expecting it to be because he keeps talking sure. about horror movies right. and everything. And then I, when the movie started, the Troma logo comes up and I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. This is this is not going to be good. But it turns out Troma is a production company founded in the 1970s uh, by Lloyd Kaufman and... Michael Hertz. I found it. I didn't need to go to my phone at all. <laughs> no. I just, mm, I just, it magic. popped into my head. We don't uh, even have to edit out a whole side conversation. No, yeah. no. There was no editing done on this episode. You'll never know. Um, and uh, they started financing uh, cheesy horror films. They sort of made their name with the Toxic Avenger. And uh, they've had a lot of financial troubles up and down with low budget movies. But they're still around. They're still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the things they did, they would also buy cheaply made films and then distribute them either mm-hmm. to theaters or directly to DVD at the time VHS. So uh, it's an interesting company. I did not know before I watched this that they were distributor. I thought they were just oh, into production. Sure. So, I didn't know that yeah. either. Yeah, I, I had no idea. So yeah, I, when yeah. I saw the logo, I was like, ah, I'm really hot and cold sure, on Sure, they trauma. do have a house style. They do. So, yeah. yeah. And I've seen a couple that I've enjoyed. Sure. Um, I really like Beware Children at Play because it is so off the deep end. Oh. It's it's really, it's nuts. That movie is just nuts. But then a lot of the Toxic Avenger movies I just don't like. I, I find them, and I'm, I'm a hard person to offend. Like my sensibilities for movies are pretty. Sure. And that, there are a few in there that I'm like, I don't like this. I am offended. So... Uh, so when I saw that, but then watched the movie, I had a great time. And we'll talk more about that. You recommended it, though, Sarah. Yeah. And I'm interested. What is your oh, uh, experience with this film? Yeah. So I first saw this movie. Uh, so I went to undergrad at the University of North Texas. And there used to be a video store just off campus called Payless Video. And it was 
a lot like the one that's in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> except for like maybe half the size and just darker uh-huh. for some reason. All video and stores have a smell too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a very evocative video store oh, at the beginning. Yeah. I was yes. like, oh, yes, I've yes. done those before. <laughs> Had but, good Halloween mm. decorations. Yeah, just like weird yeah. decorations, and it, it made us both sad that those don't really exist. Very common. Well, and our last one here in Missoula is getting ready to go out. It is. They already lost the. Yeah. The I thought they were gone already. Well, oh, is the one over by Albertsons gone? Uh, This is great podcast talk. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The they either raised the rent or lost the lease or something weird. Yeah, it was. I think they're gone or they're going very soon. What a shame. Yeah. Lame. So. Anyway, but anyway, uh, Payless Video had like a huge weird section mm-hmm. of stuff, and so I uh, yeah picked up this movie. It's like it's where I first saw a lot of other strange movies, mm-hmm. uh, like the other super weird one that I don't think I've ever found again uh, is uh, uh, Nudist Colony of the Dead. If if you ever oh. find that, uh, it's a musical. Email the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let us know where you found it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, friends and I, we rented it and uh, just thought it was incredible and watched it multiple times. And then eventually I found out it was on DVD and I got the DVD and, yeah, just been watching it because it's great. All right. So we've yeah. got two votes in its favor. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Um, and we'll talk about why that's a little bit of a surprise for me here in a second. But uh, Rachel and Sam, I didn't know what to expect from Rachel. I kind of had a feeling that Sam was going to enjoy this because you enjoy things like things. Yes. So please, you two, tell me about your experience with There's Nothing Out There. I kind of liked it. <laughs> so hey. I'm relieved and surprised. I almost feel like... Uh... I'm not surprised because I feel like you like movies that have like a little bit of heart to them, even if they're kind of weird, gross, scary Uh movies. Yeah. You don't like just a straight up scary movie, but I think that you kind of like me, like a movie that has a little bit of like an underdog spirit. Is that right? There there are some straight up. I like scary movies that are are smart. Mm -hmm. And I think that this one's kind of dumb smart. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Sure. Because like it's kind of aware of itself and that is kind of like one of the qualities in movies that I like mm-hmm. um, but there are some like straight horror movies that I lo- love like Carrie's like one of my favorite yeah, movies of all true. time so Carrie is an impeccable film though yeah like that is, is that is a film that you can watch now and it's except for some of the hairstyles, yeah. Like the you know, in the clothing, like the filmmaking has endured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that is a really smartly made film. Yeah, I saw it for the first time very recently. Oh really? And I was completely blown oh, away. Yeah, it was so good. It's so Piper, good. Piper Laurie is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A side yeah, note: great. I just watched Prom Night too. Uh-huh. Which <laughs> Amazon Prime has a whole mess of just crappy B movies. Yeah, they have a whole other sub subscription service of other scary movies. Shutter. You can get yeah, too. Shutter. Yeah, Shutter. Like yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of getting it just because it, every time I see, oh, I want to watch. It. Oh, it's Shutter. So, but Prom Night Two is basically a really interesting remake of Carrie. <laughs> weird. It's weird. Still with the telekinesis or no? No, it's about a possession. So it's like a oh, remake okay. of Carrie. A remake of The Exorcist. It, well, I shouldn't say a remake. It's stealing ideas. Sure. It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. a remix. But yeah, yeah, it's like a remake, a best of. And yet 
it's calling those things out as it's doing them. Uh-huh. So it's even weirder. But hmm. anyway, that's side note. Prom Night 2. It's free streaming on What's Amazon. What's Prom Night 1? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, Maybe it's go. a Troll 1, Troll 2 situation. I think it might be. Because this is definitely a contained story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, continue, Rachel. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, I think I kind of liked it. I enjoyed it for sure. I almost feel like it's not bad bad enough to be on bad podcast <laughs> um like there it's definitely like not great um and i like i have not seen cabin in the woods but i would imagine what cabin in the woods had like jumped off of in the sense of like making fun of the the tropes of scary movies or like taking the tropes of scary movies and like putting that on fire kind of thing so i don't Mm -hmm. i i almost feel like it's uh it's kind of a bad movie but so bad it or not even so bad it's good it's just like it's good i i have some notes about that but i want to talk about sam and how you felt about it i think i kind of felt the same way where and it is a poorly made movie but yeah it is also like a heart in the right place kind of movie to a certain degree. There's a lot of nudity and stuff. There's a lot of boobs in it. There's, there's a also lot a lot of male butts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. I feel like this is more equal opportunity nudity. Oh yeah. Than a yeah. lot of these movies are. Oh yeah. Except yeah. for the part where they're like, "Yeah, let's go skinny dipping," and then they take their shirts yeah. off, but they don't take their pants <laughs> off. All of them leave yeah. their pants on. Yeah. Which and is then, like, what? and then they say they're skinny dipping, and I'm like, right. "Do you know Not what skinny quite. dipping is?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're shy high schoolers. Okay. They're ruffians. They, yeah, yeah, that's it's true. true. They yeah. still have maybe they're you punks. can still be shy if you're a ruffian. Well, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I was a ruffian in high school, and I'm very shy. (laughs) I was a ruffian in high school. (laughs) You were. I've seen pictures. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone knows. Yeah. Um, Uh, So I had a really good time watching it, Um, and I was thinking today, I'm not going to spoil my rating, but I was thinking about my rating system, and like, I don't know if it applies to any of it. It didn't give me the, like, there was never a moment where I was like, this sucks to a certain degree. The whole Mm -hmm. time I was like, this doesn't really suck. This is a yeah. pretty fun, cute movie to watch. Uh huh. That's what that was kind of the conundrum that I was in. Like, yeah, I have a little bit of conflicting feelings about it because occasionally I, also do I thought too. it was I thought it was a little bit boring. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I thought the monster was off, not interesting at all. Yeah, and really quite bad. Um, sometimes the performances were a little too much. It's just mostly Mike. I think was that the main guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes he was a little too rude, and I wanted him to slow his roll a little bit and stop being so smart alecky to everybody, or somebody to push back. Mm-hmm. Which eventually somebody kind of starts to. Mm-hmm. Well, they lock him in the basement. They do yeah. lock him in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, but they didn't believe him, and he was right the whole time. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, Rachel, isn't this guy annoying? And she's like, No, he's right. No, he's listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> but and then they keep, even when they see the monster, they keep asking him dumb questions right. like what will we do now and then he's like i don't know kind of thing, so. <laughs> no I, I actually loved there's a moment where two people in a row ask him where did it come from and he's like what does it matter yeah, yeah. totally like that doesn't matter yeah mm-hmm. and i think yeah. by that point in the movie the beginning of the movie just kind of feels like it's spinning its wheels a little bit then it picks up a lot of steam towards the end like 
there's one specific part that I won't talk about yet if we don't want to talk about it. Where then after that, when he swings on the boom mic, where then after that, it's like, <laughs> so you good. mean the All greatest right. part it's of the so movie? Yeah. Wonderful. Where they play yeah. like Indiana Jones music. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not even a, a kind of Indiana Jones music. It, it just is literally yeah. John <laughs> Williams, Indiana Jones music on keyboard. Yeah. 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 And um, it reminded me of Evil Dead a lot in that way, where it feels like they filmed oh, it sure. sequentially and they got better at it as they go along and like they got more comfortable with things and eventually they were like okay this can be as goofy as we want it to be Mm -hmm. interesting that's interesting to me because that sequence Mm -hmm. is like three or four things right in a row that I absolutely loved Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like there's them trying to nail the basement door or the the window and they're just like oh no that's too (laughs) small (laughs) and they can't find the the just right size of the boards to go up and then they have Uh to tear the boards out and then she yells the house and he's like was that necessary like (laughs) there's that and then there's the whole thing with Nick's yeah the boom mic appears Mm -hmm. right when he's trapped and he grabs it and swings out of it and that was amazing and it took me half a second to realize what I was seeing. Like yeah. at first I was like, did he grab, that was the boom mic. Cause it is played very well. Like it yeah. almost oh, yeah. does seem like a mistake that you would see in a movie like that. It's maybe way more in frame than normal right. in a mistake, but, yeah. but it yeah. is like, what is that? Oh. It don't, and it like, there was a, the way that the boom mic came into scene yeah. was like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like this, 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 they're helping him out. Mm-hmm. And then there's, well, where's my, where's Nick? And then he just, and falls <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, there he is. And yeah. then they go like that yeah. whole section. I was just smiling and like, I, I get it. Like I get yeah. this movie. I get yeah. exactly what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And you really succeeded a few of it. You didn't know what you were doing technically. Yeah, sure. Like most of the film's sure. out of focus. Like it's just slightly soft, which is a part yeah. of it's also being shot on 16 yeah. mil. Yeah. Like when you shoot on 16 mil, unless right. you've really got some dynamite lenses and a DP who really knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. 16 mil can look crap. And, and people are watching it on formats that it's not really going to matter. Yeah. Anyway, right? Yeah. VHS yeah. at the time that right. it came yeah. out probably yeah. was like. While I was watching it, I could imagine watching it on an old tube television with like the colors oh, yeah. really sure. bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that would yeah. be a fun way to watch yeah. it. Yeah. My my complaints about this film are twofold. Okay. The the one is I, I just my love of craft mm-hmm. and sure. seeing the craft in filmmaking. And when we watched uh, me, Sam and Rachel all watched the trailer for a movie called Mandy. And the craft in that trailer, like it is a beautiful, luscious looking mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love it when filmmakers can combine that with goofiness and uh, satirical stuff. Sure. So like for me, that was a hard, it was hard for me to get into the film at first mm-hmm. because it just, it looks terrible. Like it is a bad looking <laughs> film. It's not so, t- I mean like. There's tons of pretty great Steadicam stuff all the way through it. You're not wrong. And there's like, they love their match cuts, which, you know, in some ways is very like, oh, you're learning how to do this. Mm -hmm. And so you found out how to do this and every single one is a match cut. That's maybe more than you needed. But there are a lot of them that are really good and kind of fun, weird juxtapositions and camera turns and sort of things. It reminds me of Evil Dead, again, mm-hmm. in that they yeah. hadn't figured out how to do it well sure. yet. The ideas are great. Yeah. Like, the ideas for those match cuts, <laughs> one match cut that's just boobs to boobs. Yeah. Which is like, but so. again, it's like, it's <laughs> commenting on the genre. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
and 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 I'm not thinking they're inept filmmakers who don't know what they're doing. I'm just thinking from a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. they didn't have the best money for a great camera and great sure. film stock sure, and great sure, lenses sure. and framing like it. There were some shots that were framed like Manos that it's like, were you looking <laughs> through the lens on this? Because this is weird. But I can put all of that aside if I sure. feel like there's a point to the movie, which I feel like there is a point oh, yeah. to this movie. That's that it is commenting, commenting on the genre. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it feels like the cast is having fun, whether or not they were. I know we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you listened to some commentary. That yeah. Was yeah. Like, mm. Apparently, somebody was hard to get along with. That's right. what I'm very curious. I would love to know everything about the behind the scenes <laughs> of this movie. Um, I, I can imagine how much fun it would be if you were somebody like Mike, who rented all of the, cre- like the creature feature horror movies from this thing, and you got to that one, and you didn't really know that it was going to be like so tongue-in-cheek, and you're just sitting and watching it, and he's like, he looks at the camera at that one part, oh, and he yeah. sings on the boom mic, and so how much good. fun it would be to be like, oh yeah, that's me. I kind of like, not me personally, but yeah, yeah, that yeah. is me, the person who goes to the video store all the time. Yeah. This is like a weird little treat for me, hiding on mm-hmm. the shelf. Absolutely. And that might, I mean, was that your experience when you, Oh yeah, when you rented it? It was like, you were expecting cheesy crap and then all of a sudden like, oh no, there's a brain behind this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And it's fun and silly. And, um, like they talked about in the commentary a little, they, uh, the guy who wrote and directed it, he said that when he was 14, he just rented every single thing. And there were always these cliches that happened that, uh, he said after a while started just taking him out of the film because it happened in every single movie and so he wanted to do something that just had all of them and pointed <laughs> at them every time they happened like the cat falling out of the ceiling that was extremely where, strange I was glad that where the, did he like, where did he come from <laughs> I was glad yeah. that part happened because it was just like but it is something that would happen in oh, a movie yeah. I suppose yeah. and they just did a that. full cat falls yeah. out of the ceiling they did a similar bit in Community uh, yeah. which I absolutely that sequence in Community is one of my favorite sequences in Community I don't know if you guys have all seen Community I've seen the show but I don't, I don't <sighs> season know. one or two it was a Halloween episode I probably saw it then yeah me too um, and a cat keeps coming at out of nowhere yeah. at them and at first they're trying to escape from the zombies that are made by the taco meat oh I remember oh, that episode yeah and then there's just out of nowhere meow, when this cat comes at them and they're like oh we gotta keep moving and then meow, they're like, oh my god! And like, Where is it coming from? And so, yes. like that idea is brilliant, mm-hmm. you know? Because there are movies, even into the '90s, really. I'm sure now, even B movies that, that use that, that try to use that trope in a serious way. I'm sure. sure there's probably still tons of movies that do. I don't see every like Annabelle or whatever movie that comes well, out, yeah. but I'm sure all of those read, movies still have that. I actually read an article about this. Uh, It involves hereditary and how it's kind of the I forgot what they called it, uh, where they introduce something and then it gets and it's like not really a thing at first. And then they introduce it again. But then it makes like the the second time they introduce it, the first part makes sense, like a joke or a jump scare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so maybe the cat is kind of like that. Jump scare. <laughs> yeah. The cat makes more sense now. Yeah. There's Have you guys seen con. Hereditary? No, I haven't Mm-mm. seen it. I haven't. Too scared to see I'm it. I'm scared. The it. trailers are scary. I know. Yeah. I want to see it. But I've heard some people go, it's all right. Well. I remember when Blair Witch came <laughs> out. Like, I, I remember seeing Blair Witch and it scared the poop out of me. Like, it was a scary movie to me. <laughs> and I was very scared. And yeah. I really liked it. Like, I, I really admired it, I should say. Sure. And then I had all these friends who were like, I'm not impressed. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> I don't think you know the understanding. You can't please some people. Well, that's not how you're supposed to experience a movie, I don't think. Is mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Impress me. That was maybe the... Was that maybe the beginning of that attitude? Because I feel like that's how everybody approaches movies now. Or like how every oh. movie is approached by certain people. Maybe. Wow, that's uh, a really good question. Know. Probably I, not the beginning. I but. bet there were people when Star Wars came out who were like, I don't know. Oh, when yeah. seeing Flash Gordon or, you know, whatever. There, yeah. There have probably always been people who were too cool for I school. vividly remember yeah. people. That was the first time that I was like reading on the internet or like – uh, oh yeah, some kind maybe, of mass media telling me that yeah, the movie was just okay, maybe and it's not—it's it, mm-hmm. not that good of a movie. Maybe yeah. it became more pre- prevalent uh, or prominent because the internet. Yeah, yeah. Was well, and Blair Witch around. marked that. Like yeah. Blair Witch was the first viral marketing campaign. Yeah, and sure. which is how it became so huge. Yeah, and so I think maybe just timing overall, like that—that's probably sure. the. Um, yeah, they call it the the epoch, <laughs> mm-hmm. the moment where it, it all changed. Mm-hmm. The it paradigm, be, I don't know. It would be like fascinating that. to go to alternate dimensions where like the Star Wars movies came out, the first ones came out when the internet <laughs> was around, just to see if everybody was so mad at them all the time like they are now. <laughs> oh man, people would spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it would be bad. <laughs> so, no spoils, so please. Uh, anyway, let's let's. Get back yeah. on track to a movie that was a little more fun. Okay. Uh, it has problems. It has sure. problems. Yeah. But I think that's my one thing. Like, I I, I wanted to see more craft out of it. But sure. But he wouldn't have gotten it made if he was going to try to do that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they said they raised, oh, gosh. It was something like they raised 20K, and then they raised maybe a little bit more, and then his parents really wanted to help him and mortgaged their house <gasps> to oh pay my for gosh. the rest of the film. What the heck? What sweet yeah. parents. I know. What kind of return did they get? Anything? I, I don't know. I think it did. They, I don't know if they broke even. Maybe that was I'm their house. Sure. No, they said it was like a friend or a friend of a friend kind of person. And it's shot in three different houses. Oh. That makes um, sense. Yeah, because the basement was in like oh, someone else's home because they had to sense. flood it. Because you the can't people... be that close to a lake with a basement. Yeah, and right? the oh right the people yeah. that owned <laughs> that home did not want their basement flooded. Right. Yeah. Mm, few people would. Yeah. I yeah. Um, Good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I didn't think of it till just now, but yeah. Yeah. You don't want. That's why there. And it's another thing, like in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the series, they have a basement in uh-huh. California, and I'm like, yeah, you don't have basements in California. <laughs> Do they ever mention it? Oh yeah, they're always in the basement. Oh, like, right. but do they yeah. ever mention it in the show? Like, no, they, they never call attention to uh, it. Yeah. I think I think most people who work on that show might be from the East Coast or something. I don't know, but you can't have an earthquake and your house will just sure. collapse into yeah. your house. Oh yeah, I so. never thought of that because <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have like a bottom of the house in my home in California. Is it like a weird pit with your water heater in it, like we have in Missoula? No, it's like a whole bottom. What? Well, yeah. we have. Is it like a daylight a... basement? Like, it's, is it open well, on one you're not side? supposed to go into it. No, you have just, a, probably oh, a crawl space. It's a crawl space. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, then it can With just kind of go kaplunk. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just different than collapsing into itself. Hang yeah. out down there. My yeah. dog used to go into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to wall it off. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, um, cool. But, yeah, I mean, eventually the budget that I read was $350,000 for Whoa. this, mm. um, which... Makes sense. Sure. Like that seems about had, right for film stock they and had everything. Like, hmm. uh, they said they had the Steadicam guy who, I don't know the name, but he he has worked on lots of other movies since then. Hmm. He has done tons of actual stuff. Like he was a Steadicam operator on The Green Mile was the wow. most recent thing to when they did the commentary right. that he had worked on. Um, 
I and remember they had a crane. I remember reading. Oh, I want to talk about yeah. that crane shot. There's an opening crane shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this goes back into my whole craft thing. There's like yeah. you can tell the idea is there. The crane shot's good, mm-hmm. but it's not quite crafted right. Like it's just <laughs> slightly not right because the way it ends is like off kilter a little bit. It's sure. like a good crane move should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Sure. And this one doesn't really have a beginning. It has a wonderful middle as it's craning down mm-hmm. to the what video store. It? It's, it's oh. right. It's very open. Yeah, sure. It's yeah. beautiful. It's mm-hmm. beautifully yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, and then it sort of rests on the video store, but it's like you, you watch this this same shot in other movies and you would you would be able to compare them and go, ah, yes, I see the beginning, middle, end sure. here. This one, not quite. It's because, I mean, he was only 20 yeah. when he made yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah. Totally. It was even in the trailer. At the very end of the trailer, it says, coming from 20-year-old filmmaker. And then... <laughs> What? His name, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It sounds like it's ADR strange. too. Um, but then the Steadicam, I remember reading the credit for the mm-hmm. Steadicam yeah. uh, operator and being like, "Oh, yeah, okay." So that's where a lot of their money went is they yeah. paid people yeah. to do their jobs, mm-hmm. and they had stunt people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had at least two stunt people. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one of them is very clearly a, a stunt person when Stacy jumps off oh, yeah, out right. of the window, yeah, and it's totally. like, "That's yeah. not her." <laughs> yeah. And and again, like with more experience, you'd know, well, I'm not going to shoot it that way. Yeah. Unless you're trying to draw attention to it, which I'm not sure they were. You yeah. Know? It's hard to the, say. The commentary was full of them saying like, yes, that was on purpose. <laughs> 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 to everything they point out. <laughs> They're yeah. like, yeah, that didn't work. Oh, but it was. <laughs> it's the commentary on the whole, on the whole system. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's true. Actually, Joss Whedon does commentary like that, where he'll get to a point and now here's where you'll see what I like to call directorial intent. Sure. Because yes. I wanted this to match with this. Yeah. I'm lying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. But it's interesting going back to the match cuts that you were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, there were a, a lot of them. And that yeah. impl- that means that the writer slash director was thinking about what they were doing. Oh, yeah, doing. they plotted the whole thing out, which Absolutely. is why it works. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to a movie that I was talking about, which is Prom Night 2, mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems with that is the fact that I remember many times they'd cut to a new scene and I'd be like, Wah! Oh, God, oh, okay, now there's a guy working on a motorcycle. We were in a dark grave. Okay, whew, got to reset my brain. It's because they hadn't really, they were like, quick, put a script together, get a script together. We got to go. We got to go. We got to make this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they found it in the edit. Yeah, exactly. And so there's thought here. There's humor. There's charming performances. None of these actors are great actors. They're all service. They all feel like the director's friends. Yeah. Are they the director's Uh, friends? So the lead guy is. He was friend. uh, He and the director. Mike Mike was friends with him in high school. Um, the rest of the people, they did auditions and all of them had like, they, some of them had maybe acted in like one or two things, but they were all like models who had Mm -hmm. thought about going into acting. And this was most of their, if not all of their first actual movie. And for a few of them, their last, like they they did this and that was kind of Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but I never felt like there's oftentimes when I'm watching a movie like this mm-hmm. and there's nudity and yeah. I feel bad for the actors. I See, I don't feel that way. I feel like nowadays nudity has become a thing that only happens when something bad is going on. Where it used to be you could be naked and it could be fun. And nowadays you can only be naked if things are wrong. And that's kind of sad. 
I feel the opposite on that I don't one. know. I don't see too many movies with much nudity anymore that aren't like R-rated because it's a horrible situation. I think there's uh, two good points here because I had been, I took a vacation last, uh, like a week ago, and I spent a lot of time watching movies. I was originally supposed sure. to go to the coast, wound up not happening because my poor dog got sick. Ah. So I just had a staycation where I did a lot of writing and I watched a lot of movies. And mm-hmm. I watched a lot of uh, older Australian films. And I was amazed at the amount yeah. of just nudity that was very casual and people were having a good time. Sure. And this was in the 70s, so it was a sexual sure. revolution. There was a lot going on at that point. But then as we start to creep into the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. you start to see more of like the Friday the 13th idea sure. where nudity equals bad because right. now you have to be killed. Right. Like that means you're not pure yeah. in some way. Yeah. And then now I'm trying to think of like nudity in films now that's present. And I kind of agree. It's like girl with a dragon tattoo. It's like it comes yeah. from a place of like something dangerous is about to happen or yeah, you're in you, a. I mean, you can't have like Kentucky Fried movie. Or something now. Like, I think it's it's either that one or Amazon Women on the Moon, where <laughs> there the there's the documentary about the lady, and she's like, oh, we're going around with her, and she's so gr-. and she's just naked the whole way through. But you see her like shopping at the grocery store and going to an art museum, and there's nothing else to it. <laughs> it's and just that's it's it. Just, yeah, and it's just her doing normal stuff. But it's hmm. very silly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's like one thing where she is looking at some piece of art on a table and she leans in and her boobs come in way before the rest of her. <laughs> and it's just like, that's just silly. Um, but you can't like, I don't think you could do that in a movie now. Well, we don't have something happened. Uh, I'm going to say in the 90s. Ooh, I, I may be wrong about this, but something happened in the 90s where the late 90s, early 2000s, where we started to go away from anything but blockbusters. Sure. So you started to lose things like American Pie, right? Like American mm-hmm. Pie was a movie that you wouldn't see in theaters now. Like you don't get those kinds of movies anymore. You don't get these kinds of movies yeah. anymore. If you do, they go straight to Amazon or straight to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And the market there is still for horror and um, or if you're not going to go to a, a cineplex, then you're going to be like your dramas, mm-hmm. um, certain women with Lily Gladstone and things like that. Like, you know, so that sort of silliness mm-hmm. aspect has been kind of cut out of the movie yeah. world because we don't yeah. have rated our movies as, like we used to. Right. Like. Uh, I remember a lot of us celebrating because we had Deadpool was a rated R movie. Mad Max Fury Road was mm-hmm. a rated R movie. Yeah. That was a good movie that was in the, it was something for adults, not for families. And we went, because yeah. in the eighties you had kids movies and then you didn't have too many family movies. And then you had R rated movies, you know, and you had Lucas and Spielberg who redefined family movies with Star Wars Raiders of the Lost Ark Jaws, sure. stuff like that, where it's like the whole family can go and not Jaws, but, not Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. Yeah, but, uh, but the whole family can go and enjoy this technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now that's almost all we have. Like almost everything at the Cineplex is meant for everyone. It's right. not because the movies are getting more expensive, so they have to get a better return. Yeah. And so to do that, sure. then we have to get in as many people as possible. Yeah, and it's more normally PG-13 instead of R. Yes, like yeah. you're pushing it if you're going for PG-13 yeah. now. Yeah. And so, you know, and James Cameron also has some play in that with uh, Titanic and Avatar. Like, there, there are a lot of things that happened. Um, and so that whole thing, 
I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree. But Rachel, you you think modern films have more silly nudity, or where where were you going with that point? I did I kind of cut you off there. I didn't mean to. Sorry. I think it's more purposeful now. Like I I don't think that like I think in horror movies specifically, you were the one to die if your boobs sure. were showed. Sure. Like, isn't that like the whole premise of it follows like. The, yeah, but oh, it was yeah. like a, it was yeah. titillation based in, yeah. the, in the old like yeah. older movies with nudity. But I think and, that like nudity, I think that nudity now makes more sense when like directors purposefully put nudity into movies. It's not just like revenge against the nerds. Let's put a hot lady in there, kind of thing. Sure. I think. Oh God! Like I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Revenge against the nerds. Against that would be nerds. an interesting film. Yeah. <laughs> He's beat up all the nerds. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like the sound of that. Um, so I think that I'm a nerd. Like <laughs> well, I can't think of, right, of movies up. up off the top of my head, but I feel like I've watched a, enough modern movies to see like nudity in it and not feel like oh this person's gonna die. Right, or, but like, is it usually oh, because they're in like a in a in like a bad situation in their life or having like an intense sexual moment that is not like it's not fun necessarily in the context of the movie or it's like no because what Sarah's saying is goofy nudity doesn't exist anymore not just violence-based nudity but I definitely feel like there's goofy nudity out there as well. Like really? Like, oh, like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh like Neighbors has goofy nudity. Yeah. That's true. And a lot of it is like hmm. almost Feminist based. Now that I'm thinking uh, about goofy yeah. nudity, the, like the examples like, that you're naming, oh, like neighbors. For, well, forgetting Sarah Marshall, I forgot about. Ironically, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting meta, you guys. Yeah, um, but that was male nudity. Yeah, which was exactly. Goofy. Yeah, yeah, and like, I and feel, neighbors has and a neighbors scene where has a scene where there where she like she just gave birth and she's breastfeeding and she hasn't breastfed in a long time and her her like breasts have really swelled up with milk. And so she has to like get it out, and, and she happens? just runs around squirting milk everywhere on yeah. her husband and stuff. And it's hilarious. But it's super funny because they're both trying to like figure out how to do it, and it's kind of like this is really what people go through sometimes. This is a, fascinating. Yeah. I, I don't know that movie at all. I don't oh, either. It's Neighbors is the one Zac with Efron uh, and Zac Efron and Seth, Seth Rogen, and they live next door to a. Um, frat house like they mm-hmm. live in a nice neighborhood and then a frat house buys the house next door to them sure. and they go crazy and have Isn't big parties all the time but chloe it's, grace moretz in that she's in the sequel oh okay it's quite good though they're yeah, both pretty good pretty good too. Okay. yeah okay um and the other one i can think of is in um steve zisu what's that movie called life aquatic oh, there's sure. a lady on the boat who's just topless all the time and nobody sure. ever pays any attention yeah. to it but no i understand what you're yeah, saying yeah. they're sex romps they aren't really sex romps anymore yeah i guess neighbors might be coming closer to that right. and like you know maybe old school and stuff yeah. like that but yeah like a lampoon yeah movie. um yeah. my point was more about the actors and like usually when i'm watching a film um from the era of the 70s and 80s in American slasher film or something like that, especially a low budget one, I feel bad for the actors. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I know that like, you probably don't really want to be doing this, but you want right. to start your career in acting and yeah. this is the part you got. And it's like, uh, uh, you know, and there's not as much pressure on men to be nude as there was for women, especially at that point. Yeah. Right. And, and there are times when I I do feel bad and you can tell in the performance, like maybe I'm reading into it, but sometimes you can tell in the sure. performance like this person is not 
happy right now. Like they had to do this for the part and they're uncomfortable and it makes me uncomfortable. And then I'm just like, this is, I, I don't want to be yeah. watching this. It's like watching, you know, it'd be like watching somebody's sex tape. Like, I don't know. I'm not supposed to be watching this. What? This is no, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but then there are performances like Barbara Crampton in Reanimator, mm-hmm. um, who is acting the fuck out of her scenes. And when she is nude, you're never feeling sorry for her as an actor. You're just watching her do her craft. And she is in complete control. And I felt the same way here almost. Mm -hmm. Like they're not great actors. Barbara Crampton is a wonderful actor. Mm -hmm. Um, Very talented. And the actors in here, eh, not so much. And I don't think, I'm not trying to cast aspersions at them. I just, they didn't, you know. sure. Um, But I, I felt like everybody was enjoying what they were doing when I was watching this movie, even with the nudity, mm-hmm. because it was worked in like there was a great joke where they're having sex on the bed and my brain is going, oh, OK, it's the gratuitous sex scene. And then they dolly over and they dolly <laughs> through <Yeah>. the wall <laughs> yeah. and it's banging his head yeah, against the exactly. wall. And I yeah. loved it. I was like, oh, this is so yeah. great. They're playing with it. It's so yeah, it's so lovely. And mm-hmm. it may be it may be very possible that, you know, the people who were nude were unhappy. It, that's very possible. But. I didn't get that feeling from this like I do on a lot of other lower budget films. So that was the point I was trying to make it was more sure. just about actors in general. And I'm, I'm really protective of actors as a director and protective of actors and as a moviegoer and protective of actors. Because yeah. like I feel like the one person who deserves no blame in anything is an actor. <laughs> like if they weren't right for the part, that's the fault of the casting director sure. and the director, not the actor. Unless you're scarred, Joe. That's a weird decision. That's a weird one. Yeah, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that new thing she's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that and is a weird. Other things she's she's done. in enough. She... Uh, enough pa- has enough power to say. I don't no. think I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I can. Totally. There. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I do you feel like maybe we're in an era where there are some actors who can take some blame? Jared Leto. <laughs> oh God. Oh no no. Uh, if you're going to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, like I'm just saying, if something's bad on right, screen, right. if you're looking at it, I'm not right. going to blame an actor because something was bad. If right. you're and sure. especially at a low budget level. Like, hey, you're doing the best you can. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so it that's was probably four in the morning. And you guys, this was, you only got two takes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was the bad one on set? Let me see if I can guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Doreen was my favorite one. And I so think she, she was, was the, the blonde. Best. She was the blonde. I mm-hmm. feel like she was the best got actress. Her head conked. Yeah. yeah. And she yep. was like goofy in a, in mm-hmm. a good yeah. way. And she played a really good uh, under the influence of monster. Yeah, like, she yeah. was really good at that. Good. Too. Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. it was, was convincing. Good swinging that, swinging that bat. She over had the place. blank look yeah. in her yeah. eye, and it actually scared me when that bat yeah. came out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Jesus! What is that part? Yeah, yeah. The um, the one thing about this movie is it is. I think at the beginning somebody said it was kind of pleasant, or like the the ruffians are pleasant. Yeah. Everyone yeah. in this movie, yeah, even yeah, the yeah. guy who's like kind of the jerk of the movie like the big mm-hmm. studly dude yeah he's still like a nice dude yeah. and he's friends with that nerdy guy yeah, who totally. gets eaten at the beginning yeah. i feel like just them all being friends with that nerdy guy is enough for me to be yeah. like these must all be decent <laughs> well, people when she gets her head bonked yeah like he is genuinely like hey how are you feeling are you okay yeah, totally. you know, like yeah that that's that for this type of movie that's weird yeah yeah I thought normally it was very strange too. he did yeah. awful did, yeah. yeah like it was he was just like no i'm gonna take her to bed and just you know yeah. And, yeah. and see how she's doing oh, her head still hurts yeah, yeah they're yeah, all yeah, quite yeah. respectful and yeah, yeah. Aim, yeah totally which is like good job yeah uh-huh. <laughs> good job movie <laughs> but i would guess that he maybe was the unpleasant one jim no. not jim no okay <laughs> just was nick. it go the nick? brazilian nick has a bad look on his face is it nick no was it stacy 
the lady in the bikini all yeah. the time? Yes. Dang. Yeah. Okay. She well, was my favorite at, next to next to Mike. She did have an attitude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it sounds like... She got too mad about she, that gooey chicken. Chicken, yeah. The chicken situation was It sounds strange. like at the beginning of the shoot, she was mostly okay. And then the more it went on, the more she was like, we're still doing this. And huh. like, uh, there were days towards the end of it that she didn't show up. Oh. And so, like, the car, when they leave at the end in the plumber's truck, mm-hmm. it's mostly filming the two guys because oh. she didn't even show up that day. Did they shoot this film sequentially? Uh, parts of it, yes, but not all of it. Okay. Because um, I feel like yeah. as the movie goes on, she gets that attitude in the movie, but it works mm-hmm. for her character really yeah. well. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, and they were, like, they were especially pointing it out in the scene where they do the very complicated light bulbs and, and, <laughs> oh, and That is a very bad part of the movie, <laughs> it, I think. It, it bogs it down a little. it had such a it's great fun. little moment where she's the unscrewing the tiny, tiny light bulb. Yeah. light bulb, and then Nick comes by and he's like, Mike. 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 Yeah. Mike comes by and looks at her and looks at the light bulb, looks at her and looks at the light bulb. And then <laughs> she's so like, good. okay. Were they only <laughs> gathering light bulbs to distract the monster with? Yeah, I think so. Just okay. to throw that, it on the ground to get its attention. That whole of, part was unclear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it became more clear, but I feel like we were yeah. missing a great, here's our plan. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it, but it didn't really matter. No, they much. were just trying to get it into the oven so they could set Cook it on the monster. Fire. Yeah. Somehow. Totally. Yeah. And there was a genuinely tense scene as the thing keeps getting closer to, oh, yeah. to Nick and closer yeah. to Nick and the yeah. light bulbs aren't working anymore. Yeah, totally. They're crashing light bulbs to try to distract yeah. the monster. Mm-hmm. And then finally Mike shines a, a light on the floor and it's like yeah. a cat and you can yeah, get it totally. to. Yeah, totally. But all of a sudden the, the monster is like, a lot different yeah. than he has been in the yeah. rest It's true. Yeah. He can't seem to see anymore. Yeah. I think that was my biggest problem with the movie is that like it had some really smart parts like the little light bulb like the the swinging from the <laughs> yeah like yeah. but then it had parts like where she would open the drawer and or like the the junk drawer and there would be nothing but light bulbs and it's oh, I like that was, funny. Well, that yeah, was convenient kind of yeah. thing and i like i think that there is um that line between convenient and purposeful that good bad movies have and bad bad movies have and and this was straddling it yeah a lot <laughs> yeah i agree with you so i think that like the drawer of light bulbs was maybe a little too much like they could have just like because she was already looking a bunch of places for the light bulbs they could have had just one gag for the light bulb which was the tiny light bulb so yeah, sure. yeah. Um, and it was I, great. And it was great. Yeah. I think they, I think they could have had a little bit more fun with the monster too. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he was kind of straightforward and a little yeah. bit boring and a little bit vague in a way mm-hmm. that if you're making a satire, maybe you need it to be really specifically yeah, some I, kind of monster. Like in some, in some ways, I kind of. Have you ever seen um, Brain Damage? Uh, no. It's the one where the monster is a little puppet, and he, uh, he sounds a little like. Bing Crosby and okay. uh, the film is very much like a weird heroin allegory and it gets really silly and weird but the monster talks wait uh, is that Frank Hennenlotter uh, did Basket Case I think so yeah, yeah yes yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're looking it up? Okay. <laughs> it's like, ooh, Rachel Bones. knows a lot about obscure oh, yeah. horror movies. I'm going to be impressed with Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm okay. very bad at names. but I uh, Is he an example of a very specific monster? Or uh, Yeah, or if they had wanted to have the monster, like if they wanted to add even a, I don't know if you'd want two people snarking to the camera, mm-hmm. you know, 
but have the monster also taunting them like Kruger does in all the later movies. Sure. Or like, any, like you could have done that. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. like as problematic as he wants to breed with the females is, mm-hmm. they could have maybe not made that so like they had to explain it to the audience that that was what was happening. Maybe yeah. he could have been like a horny monster more specifically mm. somehow. Sure. But that would have probably been awful. Yeah. But I liked, I was also off put by that until her line where I, so that's why he was yeah, trying to. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, she's like, he says, oh, maybe he's trying to breed with you guys. And then uh, Doreen is like, what? And then Stacy's like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah. it did seem to be. And I, I had this moment of like, oh, that's funny. That's, yeah. She's like, ah, I got it. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That, that seems to be what's sense. happening. Yeah. 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 I think also it was unclear how many of these creatures were at first. Like at, mm. in the beginning of the yeah. movie, I thought that there were multiple. I, yeah, uh, I had that same thing. Because like there's a part where he like ties its arms around the tree and it, it seemed oh, yeah, like he sure. had been out all night vanquishing like a bunch of these monsters or something like that. And then he asked like, is this the last one? Is this the <laughs> one monster? Like, A, it wasn't it like... I think it would have been maybe more interesting if, like, we just never saw the monster or, like, sure. it just looked cooler, period. Yeah. And also, like, is it the big bad or is it, like, the only bad? Yeah. So that was also my biggest beef. I'm curious what you guys thought about Mike. Was he cool or annoying? Uh, I, I like Mike a lot. I came uh, around yeah. to him in the end. Yeah. I think he is a bit of both. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I like he's self-aware enough to make me like him. Like if if he were just like I think they could have just just a little bit more of him mm. realizing he is also a jackass at times. Yeah, and I think I would have liked him more, but mm-hmm. I still liked him, especially in those moments where she's like the window won't open. He's like, oh yeah, I I kind of nailed that shot. Yeah, you those know? parts like, worked mm-hmm. for him, and he got more of those towards the end. But at first, he just kept doing the same kind of like Chandler type joke or something. Yeah, where he's like, oh, the monster's gonna get you, huh? Well, I told you so. And he would mm-hmm. just like rephrase everything people said to him in like a very sar- sardonic way. Right. But then everybody was believably annoyed by him constantly That's which also thing. Made it work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like every one of the biggest problems i have with bad movies is when the interactions between the characters don't make sense oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah but this all made sense yeah. like all Definitely. of the interactions between yeah. these characters made sense yeah. even mm-hmm. at the beginning he's being a jerk to what is her name jesse is that the brazilian um, janet janet jennifer Je- i think it starts with a j janet Janet, mm-hmm. well, you, well done. Um, where he's like, no, we're just messing with your head. And everybody's like, oh, dude, shut up. Yeah. You know, right. and, you know, but he then he has good lines, like after they've seen the car crash and he's like, well, it was a short vacation, but I guess it's time yeah. to go home. Totally. You know? yeah. Like uh, it's a really, but, and then everybody is like, dude, quit. And their, their infuriation with him escalates too. It's not yeah. a constant it's not a drone yeah. of a movie. Yeah. Like everything escalates. That is true. It was not. Like Evil Dead is a drone of a movie in terms of character interaction. Yes. When Absolutely. that would have been like the one easy thing to do to fix it where it was a bit <laughs> of like escalating tension between them mm-hmm. while their friend was rotting in the basement trying to kill them. They could have been a little bit more stressed out about it. Yeah. yeah. I agree. 
And then in this one, though, like locking him in the basement, there is a part of me that's like, you know, when I was 18, yeah, I might have been mad enough to do something like yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. And that's then totally forget about him in the morning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's definitely an 18 year old. Yeah. Thing yeah. So yeah. like I, the human interactions bizarrely in this are really like they're heightened. Yeah. Like it's a very it's definitely a world of a film that it's created. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But their interactions make sense within the context of the film, and, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah. I think. And I think it also make like does a full circle or like a full arc. Uh, because at the end, like it's always been I don't believe you, and then finally <laughs> at the oh, end yeah. it like little cherry on top. Yep. Yeah. They're like, Her eyes are green and then they oh, kick yeah. her and out. Of woman. Yeah. And she's probably not even <laughs> Like, because her eyes are normal. They're yeah. just yeah. green. They've yeah. been that way since I was a baby. <laughs> and she probably hasn't eaten in two days, so her yeah, stomach they're hurts. Not taking, they're not taking they, any risks anymore. And that's yeah. exactly yeah. what we all, at the end yeah. of all horror movies, you're going, oh, come on. Right. Yeah. For, yeah. for context, they find at the beginning of the movie when oh, he yeah. gets attacked by a monster, at the end of the movie, they find this woman wandering through the woods and become convinced that she's incubating a monster in her stomach. And then the survivors decide to throw her out of the yep. van because they're too scared that, that yeah. something yeah. bad can happen. And the final yeah, shot is, is nice just her circle. looking into the darkness <laughs> yeah. as yeah. the credits as, as roll. Yeah. 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 And I mm -hmm. also didn't feel bad for her also because they're like, <laughs> they threw the rock into the window. <laughs> the police were <laughs> yeah, coming. Totally. The, police, the police will be here in about a half hour. Yeah. You, you mean we could have done that the whole time? <laughs> that was so weird. Why did he smile? I guess he didn't really know bad things were happening until right when he got back. And yeah. then everything escalated very yeah. quickly. Yeah. But that was, mm -hmm. I don't know, that was a weird part. It was he a had little a weird bit smile. of a weird Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. A, it was a weird reaction. But. So I didn't feel bad for the lady because the police were coming. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's no, I just right. thought it was funny. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You three are mm -hmm. tired and don't yeah. need to be messing with no. this anymore. Mm -hmm. Get yeah. the F out. So normally at this point, we'd move on to how we would fix this. This. Mm. but i'm not sure the movie's broken <laughs> um i'll start like with me it's just like craft like i would love to see a little bit better cinematography <laughs> that's my big thing like I, I a little bit cinematography a little more time with the actors but god damn they made this thing and it it works so mm -hmm. the only other thing i would say that i think could have improved this film is more of the stuff like swinging from the boom mic yeah once i saw that mm-hmm and if they filmed it sequentially, then obviously they figured, like Evil Dead, they figured right. out, oh, we can do this, we can do this. That is how it felt to me. I love that kind of arc when you're watching a movie yeah. and you can tell that they are going from <laughs> inept to slightly less inept <laughs> and also maybe getting a little punchy because they've been doing it for too long. And yeah. Like, oh, let's just do this. This will yeah. be funny. And it was funny. And, yeah. and and at that point I was like, oh, I would have loved to have seen more stuff like that because that was legitimately funny. It felt original. Mm -hmm. It felt like something... Uh, from Spaceballs, yeah. like it, mm -hmm. it felt like, you know, and, and Spaceballs had the same thing of like, you could have done more of that, but you're too, you know, yeah. too busy with your jokey jokes. Maybe yeah. go back and pepper it into like one yeah. more place in the, towards the beginning of the movie in, so that you're like ramping into it a little in bit. In the commentary, uh, the director said that when he had put that in, everyone on the crew had said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and he went home and like his dad and, but his parents were the executive producers <laughs> on the thing because they put up all the money. And, um, and he you talked to his, want, he talked please. to his parents and he was like, I really want this in here, but all the people on set, they're just like, no, only Mel Brooks can do that. You can't do that. Aww. And, uh, and his dad was like, is it funny? 
And he said, yeah, I think so. He's like, yeah, we'll put it in the movie. <laughs> and yeah. God bless and that so, dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's when this movie became something special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel no. literally said, oh, the movie's good now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I and just, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, after we finish, I literally said, like, I wish they just went all in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they yeah. should have gone all in. It would have been so fun. Like, yeah. it was fun, mm-hmm. but it would have been so fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it for me. I'd like to see a little more craft, and I think they could have made it so fun by <laughs> by just going all in with stuff like that. But, you know, new filmmaker, I get it. Like, And he was already yeah. getting pushed back for that one thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you yeah. know, who knows? Sarah, would you fix this? Uh, I love it just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if they had, if they had had, you know, maybe a little more time and, you know, could have done maybe another take or things a little better in focus a few times, etc. But yeah, no, in general, I, I like it. I like it the way it is. It's its own little thing. It's a little world of ridiculousness. I guess I wish, oh, I do wish that they had done the sequel and that it was as good, if not a little better. They were going to do a sequel? There were plans, and he may have even written it, where all of those punk kids uh-huh. that drove off it's that they, the people in this movie, drive away and end up in those people's movie. Oh, they're at the camp. Yes, <laughs> and they're in another horror. Oh film. no, that would have been really good. Yeah, totally. Oh my god, they could have had a whole film series uh, of it just trading yeah, from different people to different people. Just going into different I weird like horror lot. movie things. Yeah, no, I wish that exists, but it does not. Dang. Yeah, that's like he's actually just... gone on to make make some. I haven't seen them, but I've just I was looking at his credits, yeah. and a couple of them look like quality horror films like they and they yeah. have Lynn Shay in one of them so it's like who's that uh, Lynn Shay she's in she's the star of the ooh are they the Annabelle movies hmm. oh I don't know she used to be she's Bob Shay's wife or ex-wife um and she was the uh teacher in the first nightmare on elm street okay um and now she's a she's got a career of her own as an actor yeah. and she was in one of his movies, so there's got to be some sort of level of quality. But I want to see more of his stuff now. Yeah, now, I'm curious. I don't know if they continue to be silly or or what. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Sam? I'd love to see a whole series by him of goofy yeah, totally. horror movies. That'd be great. Um, I My main gripe was the monster was not yeah. interesting at all to me. Mm. And, like, there's probably a whole world of jokes you could have done or, like, goofy little things you could have done with a more interesting monster. I would have loved to see, like, a dude in a big rubber suit or, like, like the monster from Pod People, you know, the Stumpy <laughs> yeah. from Pod People, something like Trumpy. that. Some, Trumpy, yeah. yeah, not Stumpy, yeah. Trumpy. <laughs> like something a little bit alien. more idiosyncratic for the monster, I think, would have fit in better with the mm-hmm. movie somehow. Because he felt almost, like, looked too good in some ways and too boring in some ways. Like, they played it too safe with that monster. Sure, gotcha. And I think if they had had a really good monster, it would have been put it over the top for me. But otherwise, like, the more we talk about it, the more I think, yeah, okay, this is a pretty good movie. Yeah. I don't like it as much as I like things. <laughs> but... <laughs> I feel the opposite from you where I like it. If a movie's going to be bad, I want to see all the seams. I want to see all the weird mm. mistakes that people make. Um, and Things is like that. Have you ever seen it's, Things? I it's all seam. Oh it's, it's all, all seam. seam. <laughs> yes, there's yeah. nothing. It's just like 
tape everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Yeah. But the monsters in that. It's that crappy packing tape that, tape that you had to wet to <laughs> oh, hold things together. Like, heck? it's just terrible. That's a real kind of packing You tape. didn't know about that? Okay, so <laughs> back in the 1980s, uh-huh. in the days of yore. Uh-huh. The technology um, of tape, man. <laughs> yeah. My mother used to buy this packing tape um, for when we would move, because uh, she's a single mom, so she, we moved a lot to try to keep rent low. Um it was this packing tape that was it just looked like brown paper, uh-huh. but if you wet one side of it, it became an adhesive. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah. But it didn't actually work very well. Uh-huh. So anytime you try to tape so a box, like, it would just start peeling up. Like you're trying oh. to hold things together with a stamp. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's basically <laughs> it. You're trying to hold things together with a stamp. That's oh, things. That's things. You're right. Yeah. You but go. the monsters and things are these strange little skeleton face spider puppets. Oh, okay. And they, when they film them, they film them in such a weird way that it feels like the puppets are kind of affecting like the reality of the actual movie that you're Mm. watching. Weird. And it's totally accidental because everything in that movie is completely (laughs) accidental. But there's some kind of weird reality warping quality that these spiders have that make them very interesting even though the rest of the movie is not good at all. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's not true. The rest of the movie is very good. But they are very interesting and the rest of the movie is not particularly interesting. And so if there was just some, some slant on this monster... Yeah. I don't know. They sure. could have come at it some way. Yeah, I think the monster just doesn't match the rest of the movie. Yes, it doesn't like, match. Because the rest of the movie is like, clever. I know that I'm in a horror movie and like clever mm-hmm. and like these little like quips that are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then the monster is just like. What if the monster knew it was in a horror movie too? Yeah. Like I think if we just got more from the monster, it would just be way more believable that hmm. it was like we know we're in a horror oh, movie oh it would have made sure. yeah right gotcha but that's mm. the only thing I think that's the only thing I fixed mm. I liked it I mm. liked everybody else quite a bit I liked the, <laughs> uh, yeah okay I, Rachel um pretty much what I I like commented on everybody else's like should have gone all in they should have started from the beginning that uh like, I think that there's, like, the very beginning scene when the monster first shows up uh, attacking the the movie store girl in the car. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn I saw a person in the window. Um, like somebody puppeteering mm-hmm. the monster or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, th- that would have been funny. You see the puppeteers <laughs> yeah. of the monsters. That would have been yeah. funny. And okay. so I was going to say, like, what if you can see... His strings or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like... Instead of using fishing wire, sure. use like a little bit bigger fishing wire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. use like poles, or like yarn. They're, they're puppets yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, or, or, or like, if it had been like like they were trying to do a black on black illusion, but he's never on a black background. <laughs> yeah, so it's like three dudes in all black yeah. just moving this yes. thing around. <laughs> and then yeah. eventually they figure out, oh, if they kill them, <laughs> oh yeah, yes, I can't see them. <laughs> so I think that like. I think that if they went all in in the beginning, mm-hmm. then it would have been, it would have encapsulated itself as sure that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. And of course, the monster. So I think, oh, my biggest, also my biggest gripe that I wish, like, if they were to remake this, the lighting I really hated for some reason. <laughs> and that goes into my sure. and the, cinematography and in the scenery. I hated that. It was that a very pond. ugly, weird place that they and were. And it was really ugly, and the there was nothing was so interesting scummy. at 
at all with it. So I kind of want them to like, if they were to redo it, they should reshoot it and like have better lighting or just like have it be like mood lighting and purposeful. So and stop jumping in that ugly, dirty pond. You know, <laughs> I can't figure out if it's just me and, mm. my, and my age and kind of being a hypochondriac. But every time in a movie I'm watching someone d- jump into there, I'm like, oh, you're going to get parasites or something. That <laughs> pond was a bad pond. That pond was so bad. Yeah, okay. If you went on vacation like, by that pond, you wouldn't really want to swim And it didn't it, look think. like a pond you're supposed to swim in. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. It, did not. it just looked like. A place where water drains too. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. lots of turtles Just in that an pond. ornamental oh. pond. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tadpoles. Too many fish and stuff. Yeah. You want a big lake where the fish are more spread out, not a pond. <laughs> it's so weird. I think uh, for those of us that live in Montana, we're spoiled to uh, yeah. Flathead, which is like one of the most pres- pristine, beautiful, like, yeah. the largest yeah. uh, freshwater lake west of the Mississippi. Or some, mm-hmm. The cleanest, I think. Largest. Largest? Yeah, I grew uh. up in Texas. That pond looked very much like things I've jumped into. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, man. That, every time when they were skinny dipping, it was like, oh, well, you guys are ruffians, so yeah. uh, you're all dirty and gross anyway. Sure. Yeah. But then when the the, the couple, the Doreen and mm. whoever, Tom Tim whoever her boyfriend yeah. is, yeah. Um, Jim. Jim, jumped in naked, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. No. Too many or orifices for, yeah. for worms yeah. to is, crawl this into. This is bad. Yeah. I just, how many infections are you going to get? Get yourself a nice river. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then at the same time, I'm just going to talk about this again. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I loved his reaction. Like his, the, yeah. the, the performance of that actor when he jumps in and it's actually cold, but he's yeah. trying not to let her know it's <laughs> yeah, cold yeah, yeah, yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, sometimes you're just confused. Like what is happening? Yeah nothing like that like mm-hmm. it was very straightforward but yet you could tell he's like oh it's really cold but he's not trying he's trying to make sure that she doesn't know it's cold right yeah i loved it movie had mm-hmm. a lot of heart it yeah. did so much it's good so and, go and ahead. also like i felt like when it was shot during a lot of it took part during the day mm-hmm and that also bugged me as well. <laughs> it kind of started bugging me towards the end when i was like realizing the birds were chirping as she was getting chased <laughs> around by this monster <laughs> I mean, that's how you save money. Yeah. You got natural yeah. lighting, well, and I you know, yeah. uh, and I understand that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's a horror movie, you know, yeah. 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 Night. too many happy birds. Come yeah. on. Daytime um, horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> so now we need to rate this thing. And I am in a real pickle with this because Ooh. my rating system doesn't allow for enjoyment. Mm. Oh, no. It's just it's just a category <laughs> system of how bad is it? Is it a category one like a storm where it's just ah, it's a light rain? It's fine. Or is it a category five that could take your house away? It could mm-hmm. just blow the whole thing down just in terms of technical stuff i feel like this is a three like it's a cat it's a it's badly made in terms of technical stuff the cinematography um i mean their sound design was actually pretty good <laughs> for most of it which mm-hmm. was surprising sure. you can understand yeah and everybody's yeah. clear they used a boom mic clearly yeah. <laughs> um but I really, really, and the more I talk about it, the more I realize how much I enjoyed it. Like, it, it's not just a thing of like, because after I watched it, I recognized initially my my brain goes into, oh, that's a bad shot. That's a bad shot. Oh, that's slightly out of focus. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, I was kind of like, I think I really enjoyed that, though. <laughs> and so the next night I got home and I watched it again to, to like to test myself to see like, no, did I really <laughs> like that? And I got done watching it a second time. I was like, no, I really kind of love this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a beautiful little thing that was created. Mm-hmm. 
and I like the filmmakers and I, I, I just really love it. So on a technical level, yeah, it's a category three. But if I had a, a rating system that was about enjoyment, it'd be high up because I really enjoyed it. And like, I'm going to watch this again sometime. Um, I'm probably going to buy the DVD or something or if it ever comes to uh-huh. Blu-ray, you know, like, yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll <laughs> do a Kickstarter. Dare we say the criteria? This will be my first 4K purchase. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, what? Oh, how are oh. you going to rate this? I feel Sarah's going to introduce her rating system. Oh, I want that to be oh, last. Shoot, oh, you're right. So um, I feel like mine, I cheated mine and made it also have an enjoyment scale attached to it because there's movies that I have placed next. I flush things down the toilet. Yeah. I got a European toilet. There's one big button for poop and one little button for pee. But I've started placing things on a shelf next to the toilet that yeah, I can got, look at while we got Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Things. things is definitely on that. Mortal Kombat is on oh, that yeah. shelf. I think I only flush things down the toilet when I feel like they have actively made my life worse somehow and just like made me feel bad. And this didn't make me feel bad a single time. So I think it'll go on the shelf. It maybe will go a little bit lower on the shelf. So sometimes like a pea splatter might get on it or something. But I'm not going to flush it at all because I think it is a beautiful little thing that's been made. And I think when things are unique and like one of a kind, you couldn't make something like this again on purpose. It's hard to flush yeah. it down the toilet. You got to put it on you the gotta shelf. You got to preserve it, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like Uncle John's sh- bathroom reader. Show to other generations. <laughs> yeah. Like my bathroom collection. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the worst, actual worst movie ever made things, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I will admit is the worst movie that you could possibly, you couldn't make a worse movie than that. The, and still be a movie. And still be a movie. Like that, it has a right. beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. Ooh. I don't know. Batman v Superman. That's close to as bad. No, that's not no, close to as bad. No, that's just upsetting. BVS is just upsetting and wrong. It's so pain. And that one is like, watching it is like going through like a rock crusher or something. Oh. Watching things is just like, <laughs> it's like having a fever dream. Yes, Which it is. Which is fun. Sometimes. No, it's yeah. not. Oh, I like having fever See, dreams. See, I don't. <laughs> I, I, so I'm, I'm more in the, I'll go through the rock crusher again yeah. before I go to uh, Me and you are things. so opposite. I know. <laughs> I like and I still really like you. So it's, yeah. it's good. But uh, yeah, so it's going to go on my shelf next to it. I can't flush this one down the toilet. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Rachel? So my rating system's pretty simple. Um <laughs> <laughs> Similar to uh, to uh, real love's rating system, where A being A plus being a uh, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> That's your barometer, right? And How yeah. does it compare to Mad Max Fury Road? Oh, sure. We just named but, our first F on real love too. But in in a real bad uh-huh. uh, A being, it's a movie. It's it's all right. It's like doesn't isn't really like a bad movie necessarily. And then uh, F being Batman v Superman. Um, and Practical Magic. Practical Magic, <laughs> Colossal. I can name a few. Yeah. Um, but I would grade this one an A minus just Whoa. because yeah. it's, I almost feel like it's not a bad movie. Like yeah. it's just like, like if this came out today with like just like a slightly modern twist to it. Like I think that if somebody made this on YouTube, yeah, with oh, with today's yeah. technology, yeah, I don't think it would belong on this podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like it's, which oh. I don't know. In some respects, it's a shame because then we wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think a minus. There's just a little like little things that, like I feel like if we were to talk about in a different. Uh, setting like not about bad movies Mm -hmm. like this would just be like a regular movie for me 
Okay. So A minus. Okay. A minus on your on your convoluted scale, depending yeah. on which cool. podcast you're listening to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Yay. Sarah, this okay. is your first time oh, rating a movie. Okay. Uh, so first, I want to say that uh, so I've put a number of movies on your list. Yes. And I do wonder in some ways if I did not really understand what this show was. <laughs> because I think I mostly put movies that I that are like weird cult movies that I think some people might think were bad, but I think are fantastic. This is great. Uh yeah. So like <laughs> this I think this movie is fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, let's see, rating, let's say, I'm going to do a jazz rating, oh. so I, in general, what? I do not like jazz, and so <laughs> oh, best boy. possible jazz, you're talking jazz, to my heart right now, best <laughs> possible jazz is ragtime, okay, and okay. then, and then be hot jazz all the way down to something like weather report, you know, like super boring, <laughs> how could you sit through that, it's way too long, I don't know where, where is it going. Is. Like just like really boring, slow. How long is it? Kind of uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, sure. And getting into like prog rock territory, but it's all <sighs> jazz instrument uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's the rating I'm gonna go with this, and nice. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this movie is uh, hot jazz. It's super fun and silly, and you know, it's doing weird stuff all over the place. Is hot jazz and, below ragtime? I. Uh, <laughs> Or is hot jazz ragtime? Is it the uh, same thing? Oh, I'm need... gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say hot jazz. Let's let's say it's the top. Let's say like this would be the top on this scale. hot jazz. Hot jazz. I like that. Oh, okay. Look good on a DVD cover. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, Sarah hot, Suda, jazz. hot jazz. Hot jazz. <laughs> That's it. That's all. It's just in quotes. Hot jazz. Sarah Suda. Yes. What? Um, yeah, totally. Excellent. Okay. Um, I hadn't thought about doing it as it relates to music. I would love to do that with something like country. Because oh, bad country uh, is really, really bad. What's bad. bad country? I mean, okay, so if you get into like the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. country that is devoid of any ideas. Okay. It is just legitimately mimicking things that it has seen and heard before. Mm-hmm. That it, it's like it doesn't even make sense anymore. It's just like, this is what's popular, so this is what we're doing. Yeah. That's bad country. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. The kind of thing that, like, you hear people make fun of, like, my dog and my truck. But you really do hear songs where it's like, I yes. got American flag and yes. Yes. my truck. She's right. in love with my tractor. I yeah, think yeah. it's an actual song. Yeah. Right. I think it's like there's Mad a song Libs. about solo cups Yes, definitely. Well. Red yeah. solo cup is a song. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then you get into, you know, like, really cool stuff. Like, there's some rockabilly that's, mm-hmm. you know, like, really, you know, the musicianship's really high and it's a lot of fun and stuff like that. So that yeah. might be, maybe I need to come up with, I know, like, yeah. so Sarah Miesmer uh, is, uh, has been a free frequent guest on here and she has left so maybe i'm going to incorporate a an enjoyment scale into my yeah, ratings oh, she does she when, does how bad it is and then how much she liked it as yeah. two different mm, things gotcha. yeah. yeah when is your one year because maybe that could be when we that, reset yeah. my oh, yeah. one year is so this will be a, I, I think we're about 12 weeks okay. away from one year so anyway like matt would be very eager to change his i think so too he gets yeah. embarrassed every time he says oh, no. it. He, yeah. i want a more cool one <laughs> <laughs> um, his is possessed mushroom puppets oh okay. yeah which just has I to do with great i agree <laughs> yeah. i like yeah. it just fine it just has sure. to do with the very first movie we watched yeah. which is troll so 
Um, okay, so lastly, we need to uh, come up with a recommendation for our segment called Real Good, where mm-hmm. we try to give you something to get the taste out of your mouth, or maybe in this case, just give you something that's like, hey, if you like this, try this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go last because I forgot <gasps> oh. about this. Oh. So, Sam, you're going first. I, like an act of God, walked past the TV <laughs> screen that was playing The Blob yesterday. Oh, that's such a... Which the ori- one? The original Blob. Oh, okay, okay. 1950s. The original yeah, 1950s yeah. Blob with that guy who's really famous. What's his name? Steve McQueen. Yes, Steve yeah. McQueen as a dorky teen. Oh, that rhymes. Uh, <laughs> that movie is so good, and I think what like caught my eye was just that the color is so strange in that film. Yeah. It's like mm. the pink well, of that Blob. Early... It's weirdly pink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the pink of that Blob is very invocative it's like that's that blob pink it was a very early color well not very early but it was a it was uh you know still when hollywood was making the transition yeah and so yeah and me and rachel watched it on a whim one halloween and we were just like blown away how good it was it's creepy uh it's all about people not believing teens until it's too late yep Mm -hmm. uh it's like super moody and dark and strange and kind of unforgiving people just get eaten by the blob and it's horrifying so the blob yeah nice yeah, i love Excellent. that movie Yay. um i'm gonna jump in here real quick uh, then and do mine okay which is <laughs> the, the remake blob. of the blob yeah. well um, because that is a really good suggestion i think both of those films are different films but both do their jobs very well mm-hmm. um i've never seen the other one it is legitimately frightening i've seen very creepy things it's pictures. very creepy and yeah. very gross but it is also like i love the fact that we didn't have cg mm-hmm. at the time so it's mm-hmm. like how do they mm-hmm. do it practically sure and you're you're just working with a blob yeah. like what are you supposed to do i also like the idea of an alien creature like again like when you're you're dealing with your monster the blob is interesting because it's not it's not something you've seen before. It yeah. is. It's right. this. It's not a humanoid thing. It doesn't have a face. It doesn't have a face, yeah. and its whole job is to eat. That's what it yeah. does. Mm-hmm. So I think that the original Blob's a great recommendation, and I'm just gonna jump on your coattails there and recommend the one from the That's '80s. Funny. As alluded to, goo in horror movies is underrated. Yeah, and yeah. Very totally. Good. Yeah, Make and a good, uh, good amount oh, of yeah. goo makes a horror oh. movie. I also, think. Frank Darabont co-wrote that. Oh, Who's okay. Frank Darabont? He did Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile and. Huh. Uh, like Did he that. like write the screenplay for those? Yeah. Okay. And he directed them. Okay. So because Stephen King wrote those, right? Well, he yeah. wrote the the, the novel, the no- yeah, yeah. novellas. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And short stories. Okay. So okay, Rachel. I completely forgot about this segment. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, but I would actually uh just recommend watching the movie again. <laughs> and, I mean, that's fair. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Think of one, one, two, three. Say Haosu. Haosu. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. What a great movie. We, Another kids go on vacation, so get murdered movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we mentioned it in early, or uh, Nick mentioned it, but I'd say, like, because I love trailers, uh, just maybe watch Mandy, the trailer. Oh, that is also a really good trailer. <laughs> it's a really, really good trailer. <laughs> I'll bring it up on my phone when we're done so you can watch okay, it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot of hype around it right now. Because yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. And like, if the movie's bad, then that's okay because the trailer was at least really good. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about Lost in Space. The TV show? The no, TV the show? movie that came out in 97 <laughs> oh. or whatever. That's how I feel about Prometheus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Watch the movie and the trailer for Mandy. Okay. <laughs> yes. And and house. And house. House. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sarah. Cool. What are you going to recommend um, to people? Yeah. So I was going to say, like, 
oh, people would probably think to recommend Scream because it's doing the thing. Yeah. Um, but I would also recommend New Nightmare. Oh, um, yes. Because mm-hmm. it's also a very meta horror film, but mm-hmm. instead of being like for fun, like this movie is, it <laughs> is- Fucking terrifying. Yes. It is like, <laughs> we're going to be very meta- about, is that the one where he comes after the actors from yeah. the movies? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's the idea is that the Freddy Krueger movies got so silly that the entity that is Freddy Krueger came into reality yeah. to like mess everybody Show how up. how serious he yeah. really was? Yeah, to yeah. prove to them well, he the, was not a joke. Okay. Wes Craven in the movie talks about how they trapped an entity in the movie. Mm-hmm. And what they made a whole they made a movie about this? No, the, the, what? No, I mean that seems like a very high concept thing to make a movie. This about. is a very high concept yeah, film, yeah. and it's very good. It's okay. fun. It's, it's super fun. It's really good. Yeah. There's a it, you had gotten. I like the campiness of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, mm-hmm. but I loved that they took this turn yeah, with yeah, New yeah, Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. And there's a moment where uh, Freddy turns after he's come into the reality of reality mm-hmm. what we're what we're expected to believe is reality um and you think he's going to do a quip and instead he says one of the most terrifying things i've ever heard anyone say which is hey dylan ever play skin the cat oh god <laughs> <laughs> and it is legitimately i remember in the theater i saw it with two of my friends and we all looked at each other like, oh, my God. That is scary. Yeah, totally. It's brilliant. It's a, yeah. it's a really good. <laughs> it's really fun. The, uh, the climax is, it falls a little short because I don't think Wes quite knew where he was going with it at the end. But, man, yeah. it's, I agree. That oh, is yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of think a lot of Freddy Krueger movies' climaxes fall apart a little bit. Well, because how do you defeat him? Yeah. It's, sure. You know. Yeah. And defeat him in a way that you can leave open for a sequel yeah. if necessary. And you always know that all the characters from the last movie are going to die in the next one. And I hate yeah. that. I don't yeah. like that. It seems cheap. You to know me. what? My favorite character from the whole series didn't die. She just didn't come back finally. And that was Alice. Mm. Um, Who's that? Uh, well, she was in Nightmare 4 and 5. Okay. And she was the redhead nerd who learned Kung Fu at one point and then kicked Freddy's ass and then came back and had a baby that was possessed inside her by Freddy. And yeah, it's a, it's a really, (laughs) okay. But she was great. And like the actor whose name escapes me right now, but, uh, I I love the actor in that. And I, I love that character. Hmm. Um, and the whole family dynamic she had was really good with an alcoholic father. And like it was, (laughs) and that whole series is about absent parents Mm -hmm. and, uh, and again, teens not being believed. Mm -hmm. Um, and Wes Craven was a big believer in that. And so it's really good. Um, and New Nightmare is just a great stamp yeah, totally. on that series. Yeah, yes. and if you've, uh, all you really need to see, at least if you want to watch New Nightmare, I would watch the first one. And there are a few callbacks to some of the other yeah. ones. Wouldn't but you have you to don't... watch one where he gets goofy probably too though? Because he's not goofy in the first one. He's a little uh, goofy. He's a little goofy? Not, okay. not too much, but you know that that's what happened. Right. I, and They talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and they talk about how yeah. silly they get. Okay. So, yeah. There's a scene where Robert England in makeup goes on a TV show mm-hmm. in New Nightmare that pretty much tells you everything you need to okay. know about yeah, where... Yeah, yeah. He's like being goofy for yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And it, so, um, yeah, if you, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I don't... I'm kind of scared of Nightmare on Elm Street movies <laughs> sure. because the part in the fourth or fifth one where the lady turns into a roach no! is like uh! the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire it's life. Hor- that is horrifying. And I find them just like too... 
much. Sure. Yeah. I don't That's know. Fair. I love yeah, yeah. I love slasher movies, but yeah. he is just like too mean oh, yeah. in I have, my mind. I've honestly like all the way through only I've seen the first one and I've seen New Nightmare and then I've just seen bits yeah. of mm-hmm. the rest of them. That's, and I saw Dream Warriors and I was a little bit underwhelmed by it, I think. Mm. Like But that was the one that was so popular. Yeah, but I sure. liked the idea of them actually kicking his ass because I hate him so much. Right. <laughs> but then they don't really. <laughs> they and don't. it was kind of like, oh, they all died. They get superpowers for about half a second. And then they all die. And then they all die. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so they're too weird and too sad for me. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think I think you I think you both would appreciate New Nightmare. That one does sound interesting. It's a very yeah. as a, as as artists and filmmakers, I feel like you can't not look at that film and go, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's just all about like the mythos that yeah. movies can create and mm-hmm. what sort of power that has, mm-hmm. and if that power was able to affect the real world, what would happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and there's yeah. you know there's commentaries about fandom as well mm-hmm. running through there and it was sort of his first try at doing that meta thing before he did Scream so oh, Wes yeah. Craven mm-hmm. did both of those yeah. right and this probably one, pretty close to each other fairly close I think yeah. this was like 93 94 that sounds right somewhere but... around there and then yeah. Scream was I think 96 okay so hmm. uh, it was all pretty close okay um, and he just sort of got obsessed with this idea yeah um, I've never seen Scream either is Scream good? Scream is pretty good I haven't seen it in a long time the last time I saw it, I remember thinking Scream 2 is more fun. Yeah. And so I like Scream 2, mainly because of the way Jamie Kennedy cursed out the killer on the phone. Uh-huh. There's a moment where Jamie Kennedy plays the nerd and he's on the phone and the the killer is taunting him and says something like, you'll never get the girl. And he pulls the phone away from him and goes, fuck you. <laughs> and it was, it was that moment. I was like, I'm in love with this character. I I, I totally love this. I love that you're willing oh, to do that. It's the uh, nicest thing anybody said about Jamie Kennedy in a long yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know anything about his personal life, but he has not done a good run of movies. Yeah. Um, so anyway, wow, that was that got us off topic. Yeah, but wonderful. I, yeah. I love New Nightmare. Yeah. It's one of my yeah. one of my favorite horror yeah, films. Totally. Um, I have it on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. I would love to, yeah. Um, Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Real Bad. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Yay, thank you for having me on. And you're going to be back with other films that you love. Probably, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to hear more about all the movies that you accidentally thought were good or whatever. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to sneak good movies in. Yeah, but we'll see if anyone agrees. My life is different now. I have this movie in my life and I'm happier for it. Yeah. So this is great. Um, So, so, Sarah, uh, what shows would you like people to check out that you are affiliated with? Oh, uh, definitely watch SciShow and SciShow Space. All the SciShows are good. I work on those. And then um, if you like radio theater, uh, you should check out Don't Close Your Eyes Live Radio Theater on all the podcasting things. I'm in some of them. Uh, Sam and Rachel, tell me about your podcast. Uh, so you can follow our individual Twitters. Uh, I'm at real. Uh, nope. I'm at <laughs> Rachel underscore Cal underscore Nav. Um, and I'm at Slam Schultz, but our podcast but is our called podcast. Real Love. We just had our year anniversary. We generally will pick, we kind of do half and half. 
some weeks I will pick a movie and make Rachel watch it, and she will pick a movie and make me watch it, and then we'll sit down and talk about them, and then every other week we go to a new movie and talk about that. So it's a movie review podcast, basically, but it's also because we got sick of sitting and scrolling through Netflix forever <laughs> and trying to pick something, so there we both go. were just like, I'm not, I can't be ashamed of what I want to watch anymore. We have to watch Popeye. That's how it so, came about. Oh my God! We haven't Robin done Williams? we haven't done Popeye yet, but it's oh. on my list. Ooh. So, <laughs> so you can follow us at Real Love Pod, uh, two E's, just like this one. Um, and then you can uh, find Real Love with two E's on all the podcast places. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay. Well, thank you guys very much for joining me for this movie. Um, next week is going to be a bit of a different format. We're doing a few uh, weird things, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, and uh, Real Bad is a part of the Cage Club podcast network. You can go to cageclub.me to check out some of our sister and brother podcasts. Um, check out the contenders right now. They're doing a great series on women and uh, women filmmakers, as well as women actors. Um, who are also filmmakers. We're all filmmakers. And is with Tobin Addington, who's a regular guest on this podcast, and his sister, Aislinn. Um, so, yeah. So, like I said, next week, slightly different format, but we will be back. And until then, this has been Real Bad. Real Bad.